Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder, Senior Director at CFGI, and this is the program where we dig deeper to understand what really matters most in business. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur, boy, do we have a good show for you today. Uh, I'd like to welcome my guest, Terry Levine, who is the founder and creator of Heartrepreneur. Terry, welcome to Behind the Numbers. Thanks, Dave. Great to be with you. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you, and then we will jump in. All right. Sounds fun. I am a business strategist and a business consultant, and I help small businesses, primarily in some mid-market businesses, scale their business while they get to actually make more money and have more time freedom. Oh boy, time. Don't we wish we all had more time. Before we get into how we can get more time, which we want to, tell us about Heartrepreneur. That's a very unique name. What is a Heartrepreneur? Great question. So um, I've been in business for over 40 years, and I also was president of a national healthcare company at one point. And I really noticed that most people didn't do business with integrity, with transparency, or with authenticity. And I decided to disrupt the way people did business. I founded Heartrepreneur, trademarked it, and we literally teach people how to do business without advertising, without selling and then, interestingly enough, even without marketing, so they can make heart-to-heart -heart connections, and it works. And we're going to talk about that, right? We're going to, without sure. revealing too much of your secret sauce, we're going to at least understand <laughs> how some of that may work, and certainly how folks can find out more if they want to learn more. But um, so you mentioned you're a business strategist at, at a high level, and you've got clients all over the world. I know that. Yeah. What what are business owners doing wrong, from what you're seeing and experiencing? Well, mostly what they're doing is using marketing that isn't proven. So they're spending money on things like uh, sponsored ads, Facebook ads, pay-per-click. They're hoping somehow they'll break through the noise and distraction and get your attention. And mostly that doesn't work and it's quite expensive. The second thing they're doing is they're kind of pitching people all the time, whether it's email, whether it's uh, phone messages, whatever it is, it's always a pitch. And if they would just shift and do two things, one is to constantly create value instead of promotions. And the second thing is to create education that really changes everything and has people come to them, raise their hands, interested in purchasing from them. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, my guest last week was Bob Berg, author of The Go-Giver, and he talks about the exact same thing. You don't pitch you serve in the go-giver way, and it's all about creating more value. So what's your take on how folks can do that shift, you know, going from this pitch mindset to value creation mindset? So we call it here at Heartrepreneur, we call it reverse marketing, which is basically get some really good education, training, value, content, videos, blog posts, articles, whatever it is you do, get that in front of your ideal target audience without a pitch. And what happens, and it does work, <laughs> I've got 6,000 clients that will tell you it works. What happens is people come to you and they raise their hand, they fill in an opt-in form, they send you an email, they call your company, and they ask about how to do business with you. So they come ready to literally buy, and it changes everything. All right. I've got to ask on behalf of everybody who's now leaning into their, their speakers or their television sets or monitors wondering, all right, how do I do that? Uh, so on their behalf, how, how can folks start to begin to implement those kinds of things? Where, where do they need to begin? 
So I'll give you a couple of, of tips. The first thing that we have our client family members do is they create something called a consumer awareness guide. And we help them put this together. We've got done for you templates. In a nutshell, I, I have a client who just submitted hers today, so she's top of mind. She helps women who have diabetes lose weight. So her consumer awareness guide is about the seven mistakes that women with diabetes make when trying to lose weight. And it's nothing but value. It's pages of value explaining the mistakes. The end of the guide simply says, this consumer awareness guide is brought to you by, and then of course it has the name of her business. Very simple, that goes on a landing page and we just put that out there. We get that out there in terms of sending it by email, in terms of making sure that it's what's talked about in her social media headings, her signature file, uh, we have a blog post about it. We take that blog, we leverage it and automate it and we break that up into probably 30 social media posts. So we do an action once and then that action gets in front of our target audience who then downloads the guide and that becomes her prospecting list to simply say, hey, did you get value from the guide and begin an open heart to heart conversation. All right. So a couple of things. So there's no call to action per se in, in that document, so to speak. Zero. That's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. So many things that we see, um, even some holiday cards that have hit my inbox recently, wishing me and my colleagues, you know, the, all the best good wishes. But, uh, oh, by the way, here's a quick pitch for you to read when you get to the end. It's a little, exactly. little disingenuous. Agreed. Tell us what a heart to heart conversation really means. I'm so glad you asked. So to me, a heart-to-heart conversation, and I always teach by example, so I'll share a real one. I wrote a blog post the other day, and uh, it was from Nature Paths, and it was about the mistakes that they're making. And at the very end, I simply gave away a very large guidebook that I wrote for functional medicine, Nature Paths, integrative medicine docs. Somebody downloaded it. They read it. I didn't reach out to them. Okay, it's reverse marketing. They sent me an email. And they said, is this something you can help me with? I've been in business for three years and COVID pretty much destroyed my practice. Can you help me? And I simply said, you know, I'm not sure. Why don't we have a conversation? And in that conversation, I wasn't pitching. I was listening to see, can I help them with their problems? And if I can, all I do is I say, here's a solution. Would you like my help? I don't have to overcome objections. I don't have to pitch them. And they were already primed because they came to me and asked for my help. That's a heart-to-heart conversation. Right. So they've already kind of begun to develop that no-like trust feeling from you, having gotten to know you on social and having read your content without pitching. So I I guess I know the answer to this one, but why don't you uh, help me anyway? How does that translate in in terms of pricing and any potential resistance around the, the hiring process? So that's an interesting point. So um, we have here at Hartrepreneur, we have higher ticket programs and services because we guarantee a 200% return on investment. So very simple. When this person chatted with me, they said, well, what kind of an investment is it? And I said, let me ask you this before I even give you the investment. How serious are you about adding $10,000, $50,000 a month to your practice and If I were willing to guarantee that, would you make an investment? I got a yes on that. Then I gave my fee. 
and said there's lots of different ways to pay for it, which there are. There's different pricing, there's different programs, there's uh, loans that we can provide, there's extended payment plans, there's a zero down, zero percent financing. So having the options that back that up make a lot of sense. And, and it's not just my industry, right? I have 6,000 clients in 19 different countries. They're all using this regardless of the industry. I've used it in Fortune 100 companies, uh, brought it into companies like General Electric. So this really does work in every kind of a business. All right. So for the folks who are now chomping at the bit to figure out how they can work with you or learn more, how can they get in touch with you, Terry? Uh, the very best way is to go to heartrepreneur.com. And when you go over there, there's lots of resources, free gifts, and you can get in touch with me. And I, I answer every email personally. And my email is terry, T-E-R-R-I, at heartrepreneur.com. And you know what? We don't know that we can help you. However, we're always willing to have a conversation and see the worst thing that can happen is we give you some tips and tools that you can implement on your own. Yeah, that's where it all starts. You mentioned that you wrote a blog post. You're kind of a prolific writer. Um, as I understand it, you've authored 47 books. Yes. <laughs> you got to tell us about how, how, first of all, one has time. I guess you mentioned that's part of what your practice is about, creating more time. But 47 books, tell us about them and, and where we can get them. So it, it all started literally when I was seven years old and uh, I wrote a letter to Santa Claus and my teacher sent it into the newspaper in New York. And I won, I didn't know, I won some kind of a contest uh, for the whole state of New York. And my teacher said, you need to write every day. You're a writer and handed me a journal. So since I'm seven years old, I have written every single day. That is like the thing that I enjoy and love. So yes, I've written 47 books. They're all at Amazon or you know local bookstore, anywhere you want to go under my name, Terry Levine, business, sales, marketing books. The time freedom is so important to me. While I want to help people make more money, I truly want to help them have more time freedom and live their most delicious life. And that's what I've been able to do. I help my client family members and I serve my own family first, right? My family comes first, my client family comes second. And then my hobby and my passion is writing. So that comes third. It comes very easy and natural to me. Great. In about 60 seconds that we have left in this segment, just with 47 books, somebody may get overwhelmed and wonder where to start. So for somebody to kind of dip their toes into the heartrepreneur way of doing business, what, what would be the, the one or two titles you might recommend somebody start with? Two books. Um, there's Turbocharge Your Business, and then there's Turbocharge Your Business as a Heartrepreneur. And they both literally take you step by step through my processes. And I think you your listeners are really enjoying them. That's good. We're going to take a quick commercial break at this point. This is a good natural spot to break. So Terry, don't go anywhere. And you watching and listening, we'll be right back after this quick break on Behind the Numbers. I'm so surprised when I find them, but you know, she's putting them in the same basket again. It's like, hello, that's where you put it last time. You were the worst at hide and go seek.
boardwalks built for fun. Legendary rock and roll clubs. This is how we do it. Casinos by the ocean. Now that's New Jersey. Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder, and today we're talking about entrepreneurship with Terry Levine, who is the founder and creator of Heartrepreneur. Terry, I want to just um, continue on with a theme that we started with in the first segment. Um, you alluded to it in the intro about closing without selling. And I know we've already talked about the don't pitch, it's about value creation, but how does that differ from close without selling? Mm, I'm glad you asked me that. So I went through traditional sales training programs when I started my very first business 40 something years ago. And I learned from all the top sales gurus that wrote all the top sales books back in the 70s and the 80s. And I learned the Ben Franklin clothes and the alternate clothes and the penny clothes and all of this. And the first time that I actually went out and sold that way, I sold a lot. And I came home and I threw up. And that's not a joke. I really did. I was sick. And my husband said, what's the problem? I'm like, I felt like I just wore people down, manipulated them. They didn't want to buy. And it was a game. And I feel like while I won the game, I really did something wrong. So I threw out all of the courses, all of the materials, and I really got all that stuff out of my head. And instead, I started to think, well, if someone came into my house, how would I treat them? I treat them like a guest. Would you like some water? Can I get you some lemonade, some tea? What would you like? And I wouldn't force it down their throat and say, well, if you don't take it, I feel really bad. Why don't you take it? I made fresh lemonade and overcome objections. I would simply offer. So the way that you close without selling is you simply extend an offer if your product or service can help someone get the result they want. And if it can, I feel like it's your duty, your obligation to make an offer. So if I can help someone increase their business, scale their business, have more time, freedom, whatever it is, and I know that I can help, I simply say, would you like some help with that? It's very simple. If they say no, I don't overcome their objections. I accept it. It's fine. There's lots of other people that want to say yes. That's a different philosophy. And I will tell you that it is part of the whole concept of Heartrepreneur. And it actually closes more sales and establishes much deeper relationships. Now, that's an interesting mind shift, mindset shift, because uh, there are a lot of folks who may be fearful in that moment, right? Because you're here in front of a, a prospect and... Um, you know, that could help pay some bills and get your, your team busy and so forth. And you certainly don't want to blow it. And, you know, having a, I'll, I'll use the term in air quotes here, a cavalier approach, like, you know, I, I'm just trying to help them as opposed to try and close this. It has to be psychologically challenging for a number of people. So I don't know that it's psychologically challenging per se. I think it's a shift. I think um, it's a much needed shift. It's not the way that people do business in this day and age, in this century. It really isn't. Yep. And people love to buy. They don't like to be sold. I mean, we go to Amazon nonstop and we buy, 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 and Amazon isn't constantly pitching us. We just buy. We love to buy. So if there is a product or service that can get us towards our goal or take us out of pain or frustration or struggle, we're ready to buy it without someone overcoming objections. And I will tell you that my client family members are shocked because their teams 
end up closing more sales, not having less sales, having more sales, enjoying the process more, and they retain their clients, their customers, their patients longer because they weren't sold. They chose to purchase. Yeah. And you make a point there. You emphasize retain. And there's a, a distinction between retaining the ones you have, doing more, and as opposed to hunting, looking for new. Yeah. I'd love to talk about that. So one of the reasons many people don't do well in business, and some actually go out of business, is all they focus on, and their eyes on the wrong ball, is getting more people, getting more people, get more customers, get more customers, get more customers. You spend time, money, and energy getting customers, hunting for customers. And I would say to you, if you stop focusing on customer acquisition, and you focus on the people that are currently purchasing, and you really think about the lifetime value of someone. So if someone comes in and they purchase a $100 item, and then they repurchase it three months from now and six months from now, and they stay with you for 10 years doing that, and they refer one person who does the same thing, who refers one other person, you have a, and you have to know these numbers, you have a lifetime value of that customer. All of your emphasis, which may sound odd, needs to be on keeping the people that you've worked so hard to bring on. That's why I actually call them client family members. I have had clients with me for over 20 years. They're not going anywhere. They love what we do. They, we grow their business with them. We help them expand, sometimes sell their business, pass it on as a legacy, whatever. Instead of constantly going, who else can I have? Who else can I have? We're making sure that our major emphasis is on having the most satisfied customers on the planet. When you do that, they stay and they refer. And that is how you build a buy referral business, which pretty much has been my business for 26 years. Yeah, good advice. Terry, tell the audience how they can get in contact with you, how they can find you if they want to learn more or work with you. Sure. So the best way is just go to hertrepreneur.com. There's even a free webinar there. It's complete masterclass training, my gift to you. Or I do respond to every email, Terry, T-E-R-R-I, at hertrepreneur.com. And I'm all over social media. Just put in the word hertrepreneur. And my whole thing at hertrepreneur is that I love heart-to-heart -heart conversation and connection. So if you reach out to me, I'll reach right back out to you. Yeah, reach out to her. Good idea. Terry, I told you I was going to call you out on the heartrepreneur thing because uh, there's a lot of folks who may be cynically thinking this sounds woo-woo, you know, heartrepreneur. And uh, the show is behind the numbers, but I want to get into the numbers just a little bit because I want you to help to validate the, the process and, and help folks understand that this is not just some kind of a woo-woo thing that you're describing here. You alluded to, uh, actually, you explicitly said that you have a guarantee of a return. Um, so can you share a story with us where, you know, an example of how a client has actually increased their bottom line from the implementation of what you do? Happy to do it. So yeah, I do guarantee 200% ROI where I give you all your money back plus write you a check for $5,000 because I wasted your time. And with 6,000 client family members, I'm just telling you up front, I've only ever had one person ask for her money back and she never did any of the work. <laughs> so there's nothing I, I could do if you don't do the work. There, There is work. It's not a magic pill. However, let me share two quick stories. 
Um, one of them, she just did a video testimonial. Her name is Ree. She's a doctor of audiology. She had just opened her practice literally in April, pandemic hit. In May, she came to me and she had made $258. And of course, she had the expense of an office and the equipment, and she was really freaking out. She made the investment to come on board with me. Last week, and she sent me a video testimonial of this. As of last week, she has earned $278,000. So just in, she started working with me in August, September, October, November, pretty much. Um, that's just one example. I'll give you another one. I have a client family member who was doing around 300,000 in his business and had been doing that pretty consistently for three years. And we have his business up this year. <laughs> this is not the easiest year, as we all know. Um, he's close to $900,000. He expects next year to easily be doing $2.7 And it's just by applying the exact strategies. And I always tell people, Dave, um, you know, if you don't apply them, it, it's not like I'm handing you something and magically it happens. So while it may sound a little woo-woo, there's strategy and tactics behind everything we do here at Heart Trip Yeah, you got to do the work. That's what yeah. it comes down to. So, Terry, I'd like you, if you wouldn't mind, to, to share your journey of entrepreneurship. There's a lot of folks who watch and listen who are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. And it's always fascinating when someone like yourself shares their story, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm happy to share. So I came out of college uh, with a master's degree in speech language pathology, and I decided to have my own business. I started a speech clinic. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no sales, marketing, training, no business concepts, and built that business through a lot of hard work and a lot of mistakes and uh, with a lot of expense to a million-dollar business. That's back in 1983 when, like, a million dollars and a lot of money back then. I sold that business. I started a second business, completely different. It was a home art show business with original oil paintings. Grew that with my husband, who about a $12 million business. We sold that. And then I did many other businesses along the way. My biggest success was an $88 million business in the rehabilitation sector. And then <laughs> part of my journey was a big mistake. My ego got the best of me and I took a J-O-B as president of a national healthcare company. And for five years, I literally was miserable every day. The company was making money. They loved me. Productivity was going up. And I every day didn't want to go to work. I was miserable. It wasn't my thing. And so almost 28 years ago now, I just said, I'm leaving. I'm done. I knew that I wanted to be a business strategist, that I know how to grow multi-million dollar businesses, and that that's what I wanted to do. And I literally quit my J-O-B and had huh. 30 clients in 30 days, so I knew I'd made the right decision. Yeah, clearly. Uh, Terry, we only have maybe two minutes to go in this segment here, but I wanted to sneak in one more question. Uh, I know you've always been a virtual business. Um, what advice do you have for those folks who are now relatively new to operating in this um, you know, new normal? Yeah, so, you know, I, I have been a virtual business all along, and over the past months, I've helped over 600 business owners, my company, my team, go virtual. So regardless of what type of business you have, you may be thinking, I have to see people, I have to touch people, I have to put my hands on people. I have even doctors that are sending out different kinds of kits that people are sending back, and they're getting swabs of hair or saliva or blood or whatever. 
there are ways to go virtual. Don't be afraid of virtual. I will tell you that I don't think virtual is going away. I think it's really here to stay. And so even if you're a business that is normally touching people, there's ways to do it. I'm, I'm a keynote speaker worldwide, and I do keynote speak, speeches right like this. <laughs> so just open your mind. I'm really saying that kind of as a, a summary comment. Open your mind. There are ways to do things differently. And if you're willing to shift, then, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. There you go. Well said. And I happen to agree with you. I, I do think virtual is here to stay. I think it's a great way uh, for all of us to be more efficient in getting that face-to-face -face interaction when otherwise logistics uh, may prevent that ordinarily. So good stuff. Terry, thank you so much for being our guest today. My pleasure, Dave. Thank you. It was really a joy to be with you. That's a pleasure. We've been talking with Terry Levine today, who is the founder and creator of Heartrepreneur. My name is Dave Bookbinder. Thank you for watching and listening. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can stay in contact with us and know that we're up to all kinds of good stuff in the future. Take care, everybody, and enjoy the holiday break. Take care.